to the song and to your heart's content <laughs> download it flip it bounce it do what you want to do with it right and it's now that we can share right now that i'm getting a little more swaggy and i figured out my google got my google uh live google hangout thing going 
see. Now y'all should be able to see. Okay, yeah, y'all can see. Attacking of Dr. Sebi through Vlad TV's platform. Right? So you know I'm not uh <laughs> you know I'm not uh let me Get the work. Let's get to work. All right. Let me talk to the family real quick. All right. 
right. So if you're on YouTube watching, let's get some thumbs up in the building. Right. Let's get some thumbs up. Share the video. Don't be scared. Right. So the question for today is. Right. I repeat for Chef Aki and anybody else that didn't hear in YouTube land, I mean, in Instagram land. Um, the question is, why is Vlad TV using his platform to question, cast doubt upon or outright attack Dr. Sabi? Right. So y'all should know by now that Vlad does not get a pass. Y'all should know by now, everybody that done jumped out the window. And I've been doing this since Dr. Sabi was alive. <laughs> since Dr. Sabi was alive. When people jump out the window. I've been issuing corrections. Dr. Amun in the building. All right, so we got an all-star cast this morning. We got Chef Aki in the building, Dr. Amun in the building. That means Amsu can't be far. <laughs> right? Um, so I've done a series, like a plethora of videos on this subject. Right. People attacking the God Ogun that came to us in the personage of Dr. Sebi. Right now, obviously, we know this thing started with a launch. And this is funny because I've been telling people this is spiritual. See, I'm Haitian. Sebi had that Haitian blood running through him. So a lot of people that's not they don't understand that dynamic. You know what I'm saying? They don't understand that this this thing goes all the way back to Napoleon and France. And like it's a, it's a lot bigger thing here. Right. People don't realize that article that got Sabi into court in the court case. Said that the Ogun research team, the Ogun research group cured AIDS. Right. People don't understand the ramifications of that. Right. They don't understand the ramifications of that. So this is a spiritual thing. And if you need evidence, if you need evidence, right, of a spiritual thing happening, I'll give you a little evidence of a spiritual thing happening. This latest cascade of internet platforms attacking Dr. Sebi, right, was initiated by the Nation of Islam. Ogun season. If you don't know, look it up. Get a Yoruba calendar. Ogun season initiates and soon as Ogun season initiates, listen to what I'm telling you. Get a Yoruba calendar. Soon as Ogun season initiates, the leader of the nation of Islam can no longer use social media. 
Now, some people would say, oh, man, that's totally unrelated. That's com completely a coincidence. Is it? What new thing has Farrakhan been saying as of lately that he hasn't been saying um, since he got on social media? The only new thing that the Nation of Islam has been doing lately is their little campaign on Dr. Sebi. So we're going to look at this thing real quick, and I'm going to give you guys some ammunition. Right. I'm going to give you all some ammunition. What I'm not going to do is cover um, a lot of the things that I've already covered. Right. So you guys can subscribe to my channel or if you're new to the channel and you don't want to subscribe because maybe you are anti Dr. Sabi, that's fine peruse through the various videos that I've done already and you'll get some answers, right? The two videos I did on vaccines are very, very informative, right? We need to link with Nick Cannon so Nick doesn't mess up the Dr. Sebi documentary. Nick Cannon got a link with us. <laughs> Nick Cannon got a link with us. Right? I'll keep it a band with you. Nick Cannon got a link with us. We plugged in. And we still doing the work. So Nick got a link with us. Um So let's 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 talk about it. Let's talk about a few different things. Right. Because I've already shown you guys. Oh, I've already shown you guys a couple of key pieces like, um, in fact, I'll re give it out. I'll give it out again. Right. So we'll start with this for Vlad. I, I will actually repeat some info for Vlad. Right. Let's do this. Let's do this for Vlad, just because I know because of the search engine, I know that there will be new people that will watch this video. Um, so for that in that in, the, in that spirit, in that spirit, I will go ahead and revisit a very key piece of information. That people need to look at and not just look at, right? If this is a subject matter you're truly interested in, then you need to research every facet of what I'm getting ready to go over real quick with you. All right. I want you to research every facet of this. Let me put this on share now that we have the opportunity to share. Right. And if you are on IG to get the full effect of this video, you might want to leave IG and come over to YouTube. 
right? You might want to come over to YouTube so that way you could get, you know, you can see what we're sharing and get the links and everything. Right. All right. So let's make sure that we can all see this here. All right. So real quick. If y'all if y'all been with the God, then y'all know this. This right here, we we've been going through this, but it's all right. Right. We'll we'll spend we'll spend five or ten minutes in review for these guys, and then I got a lot of new information for you guys to um to arm yourselves in this information war, right? You make sure the family, right? Y'all getting this? <laughs> ah, bet. Right. This is hip hop. This is this is the other portion of hip hop that they left out. They left this part of hip hop out. I was born the same year, same place as, as hip hop, rap, right? It wasn't just break dancing, beatboxing, you know, scratching. It was teaching. It was growing up in a broken system. It was growing up in a broken system, being able to supply ourselves with the things that society did not supply us with. See, I, there's a lot of people talking about culture vultures and people, but they're missing. There's more conversation on culture vultures than there are on the actual culture. And I'm qualified to speak on it because it was my best friend's grandmother, Miss Johnson, that ran the shelter. She ran the shelter where KRS-One slept. So she was the one that allowed KRS-One the time to cultivate his music there. So we had the early cassette tapes way before the world was even exposed to KRS. Right? I was battling, I was doing battle raps long before Smack DVDs ever came out. And I'm telling you this just so you have some idea that I'm qualified to speak on the culture of hip hop and rap. Right? Dame Dash and them, they, they know who I am. I could remind them easy like that. They seen me battle somebody live in Vegas and then brought me, yo, as soon as you get back to New York, uh -uh, come down to the office. I was in the office plenty of time with Charles Sutherland down there, Rockaware, and, you know, pun, rest his soul. I used to be in the house with Triple Sace and Cuban Links and Gilly, and, uh, right, like, like I'm very qualified to speak on the culture of, of hip hop. And we have a lot of conversations now about culture vultures, but we don't have any about the actual culture. And the culture was being able to supply ourselves with the things society was trying to take away from us. That's how the music started.
because they pulled all of the bands and the instruments out of the school systems. So we had this music in our blood that we couldn't express. We had music in our blood we couldn't express. So then we started to take the, you know, the broken records and the needles and the whoop, 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 and, and just bang on anything and do what we did. And the, and the rapping was about teaching and talking and communicating the same as it's always been over the drum, the heartbeat, right? So this is that piece right here. You know what I'm saying? That piece with the, you know what I mean? That magnetic piece to the gods and the herbs, right? All right, so let's let's share and let's go into this 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 science real quick. All right, let's go into this real quick. Then we move on, and I give y'all some pieces to ask Vlad. All right, so real quick, right? So let's talk about HIV one real quick. All right, let's let's go through HIV science real quick. All right, so HIV one or what's known as HIV-1, let's do it like that, encodes for one of the human glutathione peroxidases. All right, that is an enzyme for those of you that don't know. As a consequence, as it is replicated, its genetic needs cause it to deprive the HIV-1 seropositive individual of not only the glutathione peroxidase, but the four basic components of this selenium-based enzyme, namely selenium, cysteine, glutamine, and tryptophan. All right, so let me explain that real quick for you. The so-called virus, HIV-1, right? as it is reproducing itself inside a human cell, it makes glutathione peroxidase. It makes glutathione peroxidase for its survival in the same way that we make glutathione peroxidase for our survival. But when a virus takes over your cell, it reprioritizes the nutrients coming to that cell. So now as the virus replicates itself, it starts to sequester, it starts to take away, it starts to produce all of the glutathione peroxidase you normally would, right? And when it does that, it depletes you, your healthy cells of glutathione peroxidase, selenium, cysteine, glutamine, and tryptophan. So now the body of a person with HIV-1 becomes clinically deficient of glutathione peroxidase, selenium, cysteine, glutamine, and tryptophan, okay? Now, why is that important and how does that relate to what the god Ogun who came to us in the personage of Alfredo Dr. Sebi Bowman taught us? You'll see that in just a second, right? Um, so now you have right now, honestly, if I stop the video right now, you have enough to not only combat, but destroy any of these people that are that are trying to attack Dr. Sebi. Because the question is not, did Dr. Sebi cure anybody of AIDS? The, the real question is, 
can AIDS be healed with nutrition? That's the real question. Can AIDS be healed with nutrition? Because that's what he was teaching, right? Now, let's go back to the, let's go back to the document, right? Eventually, this depletion process causes severe deficiencies of all these substances. These, in turn, are responsible for the major symptoms of AIDS, which include immune system collapse. Okay, why? Why? Why does this cause the immune system to collapse? Okay, I'll tell you. You have a front end to your uh, cellular immune system or your cellular defense system, and you have a back end. Both of those center around um, these nutrients, right? So the front end of your cellular defense system is called the NRF2 system, all right? Let's go ahead and pull up the good old NRF2 system. Okay, just so you can see this. All right. Let me see where there's a good, simple picture. Uh, all right. Is this cool? Um, all right. Th yeah, this is pretty good. <clears throat> this is pretty good right here for our purposes, right? So the NRF2 system is basically, now you see copper right there, right? So you see the, the roll copper plays. Um, but the keep one molecule, right? The little, the little, uh, scissor, the little scissor, scissor guy surrounding the NRF2 molecule, which is that black circle, right? This is your cell. This is a diagram just to work with the diagram. It's a loose diagram of your cell, right? And people on Instagram, please jump over to YouTube so you can see the diagrams and get the links and really see this as I'm going through it, right? This is the front end of your cellular defense. That NRF2 molecule is the key to the front end of your cellular defense. Now that keep one, right? You see it's above and below the NRF2. That keep one is made out of cysteine. One of the nutrients, right? Where we at? One of the nutrients, here we go. One of the nutrients that your body gets depleted of, cysteine, right here. That keep one molecule is made out of sulfurs, primarily cysteine. Okay. Now, when oxidants, free radicals, microbes attack your cell, that keep one molecule is there to protect the cell. It serves as like a, a, a shield, right? Like Captain America's shield to protect the cell. As things bombard the shield, the shield dissipates. Right, it gets beat up, beat the shit. When that happens, the NRF2 runs for cover. It runs for cover. 
right? And this is where the back end of the cellular defense mechanism comes in, right? When the NRF2 no longer has the keep one shield to protect it, it runs for cover and it runs into the nucleus. When it gets into the nucleus, right? The nucleus is the house, the castle, the fortress walls, right? When it gets into the nucleus, it rings an alarm, right? When it rings the alarm, right? That is when the back end comes into play. When it rings that alarm, it's like, yo, we got beef. It's intruders, right? Foreigners, they coming in here, they, 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 wow, you know. Then your body produces all of the um, defense enzymes, the immune enzymes that actually go ahead and attack the free radicals, the microbes, etc. Right? That is where selenium comes into play. That's where not only selenium comes into play, glutathione peroxidase comes into play. And if you have the book, right, very important, get the book, Eat Right for Your Haplotype, right? You can get the book at livingbiochemistry.com. But if you have the book, let me see which page is on. If you have the book, you can go to page, okay, somehow we passed it. Give me a second here, because it's more than just glutathione peroxidase, right? All right, so you can go to page 240, and it'll give you a list. It's actually on another page also, but 240 gives it to you also. You have cancer-killing, tumor-killing, microbe-killing, right, enzymes, and they're all selenium-based. So you can look these up. The P53 enzymes, right? All of your selenium protein P enzymes, all of your um, PVHC enzymes, APC. See, matter of fact, let me type these in. Let's do it like that. PVA, these are all enzymes. Defense enzymes. PVHC, uh, APC, CD95, right? ST5. So you can look all these up. But when people talk reckless, right, you need to have something. Because people are relying, and we're going to get to what actually is going on in medical school with some key questions. Some key questions for them. So you guys can look up those enzymes and see how those enzymes actually function in the body. Right? So when you become deficient of selenium, 
your body cannot produce those enzymes. When you become uh, deficient of cysteine, your body cannot produce the keep one molecule, or at least um, not at a rate where the cell can defend itself. So if there's no cysteine or very little cysteine because HIV-1 is replicating itself in the cells, your cells will not have any front end defense and they will not have any back end defense. Okay, so this is how not having these four nutrients, listen to that, make sure you keep that at the forefront of your mind. This is how not having these four nutrients cripple the immune system. So right there, right there, you got, you got ammunition because these are four nutrients selenium, cysteine, glutamine, tryptophan. These are things that you need to get from your diet. Okay. These are things that you need to get from your diet. And some of the things that your body is able to produce on its own is only because your body keeps a reservoir of certain things. But when you are when you have a virus replicating in your body, the viruses deplete the reservoir. So you have to replenish the reservoir through nutrition. OK, trying to make this thing as simple as possible. Right. So. Um, all right. So where we at? So these in turn are responsible for the major symptoms of AIDS, which include immune system collapse, greater susceptibility to cancer and myocardial infarction, um, muscle wasting, uh, which are largely due to the selenium depletion. And you can look up selenium and muscle, wa muscle wasting. You can look up selenium and myocardial infarction. In fact, it's not just the selenium that plays a key role in myocardial infarction and muscle wasting, but also the tryptophan, right? Why is that? Because tryptophan, right, is a key. Tryptophan is key for your body to produce energy. Tryptophan is key for your body to produce energy, right? So how does that work, right? Um, if you're on Instagram, jump over to youtube right jump over to youtube like subscribe hit the notification bell you know do all that <laughs> right um but i want you guys on instagram to be able to watch on youtube so you can see the links as we go through this stuff right um so how does tryptophan or not having enough tryptophan which is an aromatic amino acid that you have to get from the plants right um, or that you should be getting from plants, let's say it like that, right? You can get it from animal blood or animal flesh, whatever. Um, but tryptophan is a key component of cytochrome one, which is the first cytochrome in the electron transport chain that um, uses the potential created by water being filled by the electrons from your food to create a magnetism in cytochrome 5 and recycle phosphorus and produce ATP, right? Which is then coupled with magnesium and then in the cell, you know, produces light for energy, et cetera, 
right? But so if your body is critically low of tryptophan, then you're not going to be able to produce energy. So if your body can't produce energy because it's critically low on tryptophan, obviously um, your body's going to resort to cannibalism, right? Which your body does. Okay, your body as a secondary, as a mechanism of survival will resort to cannibalism and begin to consume itself, right? So if you have too much acid in the blood, your body will start to metabolize your bones to pull phosphorus and calcium out to neutralize that pH. If you're not eating, your body will begin to uh, metabolize fats. And then if that's not enough, it'll start to metabolize your proteins. Right. So this is this is how that this is how your body prioritizes things. This is how tryptophan deficiency and selenium deficiency can affect you. Right. So depression. Right. Depression. Right. How does depression result from the deficiency of selenium, uh, cysteine, glutamine and tryptophan? Tryptophan is the key to your neurochemistry. OK. Um, so, uh, and to make it simple, your body does not produce tryptophan. You have to get that from your diet. It's a nutrient, right? If you don't get this from your diet, then your body will not be able to produce serotonin, which is the neurochemical that makes you feel nice, makes you feel good, makes you feel awake, alert, ready to attack your day right? It is nature's antidepressant, right? Look up serotonin, right? Look up serotonin, right? Let me, let me go ahead and give you a quick little, let's, let's do that. Let's, let's just give you serotonin. I know there are going to be some, some new people that watch this video, right? That may not know what serotonin is. So let's look up serotonin, make it nice and simple. Hit a little quick wiki. Serotonin is a monoamine neurotransmitter. It has a popular image as a contributor to feelings of well-being and happiness, though its actual biological function is complex and multifaceted. Modulating cognition, reward, learning, memory, and numerous physiological processes. So. If there is no tryptophan or very little tryptophan, and so your body cannot send the adequate levels of tryptophan up to the pineal gland, right? It's your pineal gland that converts serotonin and melatonin from tryptophan. Um, then your body will not be able to produce the feelings of wellness or happiness or cognition, so that means that you won't be able to think clearly, right? Your reward system will be off. Your reward system in your brain is what drives human behavior, right? Your ability to learn and memorize and, and, and access your memory will also be inhibited by the lack of tryptophan via uh, your body not being able to produce serotonin. Okay, now this is just simple. So you 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 got this. You see, I just did a quick wiki, so y'all can come here if you want to go deep into serotonin and do that yourself. Right. Um, 
also while we're there let me go back while we're here right let's do this let's see if it's also here okay maybe it's not also here all right maybe it's not also here but let's do this because this is also a big part of this is also a big part of not having tryptophan right um so if you don't have the tryptophan right we're still on this we're still here right if your body is deficient of tryptophan right then your body cannot produce the serotonin if it doesn't if it's not able to produce the serotonin it's not going to be able to convert serotonin because it's not producing it into melatonin so now your body is short on melatonin melatonin is the hormone that regulates your sleep and wake cycles it is primarily released by the pineal gland right because the pinealocytes the cells in the pineal gland convert serotonin into melatonin so no tryptophan no serotonin no serotonin no melatonin right so now your sleep patterns are thrown off right which means that your circadian rhythms are thrown off right if your circadian rhythms are thrown off it's all right here so that you see that i'm not making anything up right if your circadian rhythm is thrown off then guess what else black folks is thrown off your blood pressure right we're dealing with blood pressure and hypertension and we also like to stay up all night and get high and party and have sex all day, right yeah so you're on that shit, right so if you're not sleeping your sleep wake cycle is thrown off your circadian rhythm is thrown off your blood pressure is thrown off your seasonal reproduction your ability to reproduce is thrown off right now, what is that last sentence right there? For these people questioning, can food and herbs heal? Melatonin is also present in various foods. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. So let's walk that backwards. If I'm having any problem due to melatonin deficiency and then I get some food with melatonin in it, it stands to reason that that food or those herbs might just go on ahead and reverse those conditions. Hmm. All right. So now we see how, uh, in short, glutathione peroxidase um deficiency and selenium oh let me give y'all another key piece let me give y'all another key piece um uh cellular lysis all right let's do that let's look up cellular lysis right cellular lysis cell lysis is the first step in cell fractionation organelle isolation 
and protein extraction and purification. As such, cell lysis opens the door to a myriad of proteomics research methods. Okay. Here we go. Lysis, because this is what Sebi said now. This is what the god Ogun that came to us in the persona that Dr. Sebi told us. It was cellular erosion. He said it was cellular erosion taking place, right? Um, scientifically, um, that word would be to describe cellular erosion would be lysis, right? Lysis refers to the breaking down of the membrane of a cell, okay? Often by viral, viral, okay? enzymatic or enzymic or osmotic mechanisms that compromise its integrity. Lysis, right, refers to the breaking down of a membrane. Now, here's where the confusion comes in, right? Lysis is one of the first steps used in detecting a virus. Right, because lysis often happens. Lysis often happens because of viral replication. So when a when a virus gets into a cell and replicates itself, and it, it makes a lot of copies of itself, the way those cells get out of that, the way those viruses, those baby viruses, get out of that cell to go find other cells to infect, is because they lyse or explode the cell. Right. So the cell explodes and then the little baby viruses are free to run wild and find other cells to infect. Right. So if there's evidence in the body of lysis, then it will be assumed. Right. That there may be a virus at play. Right. But there are other things that can cause that. Let's see, lysis and glutathione efficiency. Okay. Now, I hate when they do this. Uh, articles get taken down. When y'all find good articles, man, y'all got to grab these things and keep them. All right, let's try this one. Glutathione synthase deficiency is a disorder that prevents the production of an important molecule called glutathione. Glutathione helps prevent damage to cells by neutralizing harmful molecules generated during energy production. Right? Hmm. You see what this says? So again, glutathione deficiency, right? If there's glutathione deficiency, then cells will not be able to protect themselves from harmful molecules generated during energy production, right? These are the free radicals that take that are produced inside your mitochondria, right? So if we go here, remember, um, lysis refers to the breaking down of the membrane of a cell, often by viral, right? But the second one is enzymic enzymic right 
So that can refer to your mitochondria, right? Glutathione synthase, synthetase deficiency can be classified into three types, uh, mild, moderate, severe. Mild glutathione synthetase deficiency usually results in the destruction of red blood cells. Parentheses, hemolytic anemia. Okay, hemolytic anemia. So let's 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 do this. Let's continue to peruse this line of thought. Right? Hemolytic anemia. Hmm. Let's see what John Hopkins says about hemolytic anemia. What is hemolytic anemia? Hemolytic anemia is a dis. Now look at this. This is John Hopkins Medical uh, Medicine. This is John. So this is not uh, Doctor Savior, Doctor Inky. This is what Vlad is looking for because through his conversations slash um, debates with Godfrey and Lord Jamal on Doctor Sabi, he's constantly asking and making jokes out of Dr. Sabi not being a licensed medical practitioner or a licensed surgeon, right? So let's see what John Hopkins says. Hemolytic anemia is a disorder in which red blood cells are destroyed faster than they can be made. The destruction of red blood cells is called hemo, what is that? What's that right there? Hemolysis. Right. Hemolysis. See, when you understand this, when you get this understanding, not only will you be able to protect yourself from other things, but you'll also be able to protect yourselves from. Anemia. Right. You'll be able to help your body to heal. From anemia and various types of anemia that we're experiencing. Right. Hemolytic anemia, right? Because we, we see here, right? And this is the United States National Library of Medicine, right? The United States National Library of Medicine is saying that when you're short on glutathione, when you're short on glutathione, that can cause anemia. John Hopkins Medical Center is saying that um, the red blood cells are destroyed faster than they can be made. This is called hemolysis. Red blood cells carry oxygen to all parts of the body. So now also not having the glutathione leads to oxygen deficiency in the cells, in the tissues, in the organs which will also cause your immune system and your overall body function to start to collapse because you're getting less oxygen circulation, right? Look at this. There are two types of hemolytic anemia. There are two main types of hemolytic anemia, inherited and acquired. Inherited. Hmm. Sickle cell, thalassemia, acquired, right? So 
the inherited and acquired. So the acquired means that this is something that you got from your lifestyle or your environment. Inherited means this is something that was based on some sort of genetic proclivity, right? But we know that both are related to what? Glutathione deficiency, all right? So why is that relevant, all right? Because um, here's where the big controversy was with HIV for a long time. The, uh, the whole thing was, if there's lysis happening, there must be virus. If there's lysis, there must be virus. But I just showed you beyond a shadow of a doubt that that's not always the case. That's not always the case. You can have lysis because of glutathione deficiency, which we see right here, which we see right here is a part of these AIDS issues. Glutathione deficiency. So could that glutathione deficiency cause cell lysis? Absolutely. Right. So I, I, I'm not going like I, I'm not going to keep going into detail. I done did this on like 10 videos already. Right. All right. So y'all got enough right now to see. But we'll finish going through this article at least so we can get to the bottom of this article. Right. And you have the article so you can go through it on your own. All right, but let's skip down to this last sentence here. Well, let's do the last few sentences. Actually, I'll finish reading it. This is a few sentences, right? So as the immune system fails, associated pathogenic cofactors become responsible for a variety of their own unique symptoms. Meaning, once your cells can no longer defend themselves, any virus and any bacteria can come along and kick your ass, right? Any treatment for HIV AIDS must therefore include normalization of body levels of glutathione, glutathione peroxidase, selenium, cysteine, glutamine, and tryptophan. Now, how does that happen, Captain? Captain? How does that happen, Captain? Captain, how does that happen? This is where we need to ask Vlad. Vlad TV. Vlad. And Vlad TV is not just Vlad. Vlad is a team, right? So Vlad, here's the question. How does this happen? How do we get the glutathione, glutathione peroxidase, selenium, cysteine, glutamine, and tryptophan back to normal levels? Simple. We consume them. Just that simple. We eat them. Right. But if we're in a situation where they're being actively depleted, we can't go to the diet, which is um, largely deficient in nutrition. Right. So now we have to pick specific things that are high in these nutrients. And this is where herbs come into play, because not only do herbs, do plants concentrate particular nutrients in them, right? But plants have a much faster evolving biochemistry because they can't move. So plants' own only defense mechanism is to create phytonutrients and phytocompounds fast enough that they can... Um, thwart 
so they can kick the ass of all of the approaching viruses and bacteria. See, many people don't realize that all plants are just as susceptible to virus and bacteria as animals and people, fish, whales, whatever. They're in the same environment. We're all in the same ecosystem. But plants don't take pills, right? Plants don't do get surgery, and plants can't run and hide. They don't have technology to shoot shit or cut shit. They don't have houses to build. They can't put on a jacket when it's cold outside. Plants do none of that. Plants only have their biochemistry, which is why plants are bad as a motherfucker when it comes to this, right? So this is why you go right to the plant kingdom, right? And find the things that you need to put in your body. Now, let's keep going. Not to mention the fact that this whole conversation seems ridiculous as fuck. Ridiculous as fuck when you add in the fact that the pharmaceutical companies synthesize the pharmaceutical drugs from the very same plants that these jackasses are telling people that can't heal people. So these jackasses, all of them, from Vlad TV all the way down to the common fuck, uh, fuck boy, right? That's telling you that it's pseudo and that you can't heal illnesses with plants. Obviously, has no knowledge of where. Pharmacia is actually synthesizing their pharmaceutical drugs from. Because to say that you can't heal illnesses with plants is to also say that you can't heal illnesses with pharmaceutical drugs because the pharmaceutical drugs are synthesized from the plants. This is how stupid these motherfuckers are. And then you have to ask yourself if these people aren't stupid, if they're not stupid, then that means that they think you are stupid. And this is how little they care about. This is how little they think of your intelligence, right? This is what they think about you, right? So you got to understand how stupid this premise is. You got to understand how stupid this premise is, right? So yeah, y'all just look at that. I'm going to go answer my dog. And look at that fuckery. All right. So right? So if y'all just tuning in on IG, it might be wise to go ahead and click off IG and go on YouTube, right? Go to YouTube, subscribe, share, like the video, hit the notifications button, all that shit, right? So y'all can get the links and actually see the documents as I'm going through. All right. So uh, where we at? Although various clinical trials have improved the health of AIDS patients by correcting one or more of these nutritional deficiencies, they have not until the present been addressed together. Physicians involved in a selenium and amino acid field trial in Botswana, however, are reporting that this nutritional protocol 
reverses AIDS in 99% of patients receiving it, usually within three weeks. I like to let it breathe after that one. You know what I mean? You got to just let it breathe off, off, off that shit there. Right? Yeah, let's, let's go back in. <laughs> yeah, I like to let it breathe off that shit. Right? This is PubMed.gov, the U.S. National Library of Medicine, the National Institutes of Health. Okay, that's where we're reading this from. Vlad, Vlad, we're reading this from the United States National Library of Medicine, where it's published. Vlad, Vlad. Vlad, okay, are we back? Can y'all hear me? Let me make sure y'all can see this shit. Yeah. Make sure y'all can, yeah, yeah. Okay, y'all there? Okay, good. All right, so. Let's continue to ask some more questions. Let's continue to ask some more questions, right? What else do we have? What else do I want you guys to ask Vlad? A very peculiar question, a very peculiar question. Of the untreated AIDS, uh, um, HIV positive people, right? Not AIDS, right? Because AIDS involves some diseases, right? And we'll get to that, right? AIDS involves some, some illnesses, right? So of the positive HIV people that don't receive treatment, right? How come their mortality rate is lower than the average person's mortality rate?
another one of those questions. It's another one of those tricky ass questions because somebody asked me the question. And when they asked me the question, I was stumped in a motherfucker. So I'm like, let me just let me just relay that question on to the family. How come the non-treated, <laughs> these are the HIV people that are not taking the medication, right? The HIV people that are not taking the medication, how come they have a mortality rate that is slightly lower than the average person's? Yeah, that's just one of them things that make you go, mm. right? Very good motherfucking question. Mm. Let's get Vlad's input on that. Because there are a lot of people that are unqualified. So they're asking, is Savior medical doctor, Savior medical doctor, Savior surgeon, right? He's not. Sabi was not a medical doctor or a surgeon. Now, the question is, are you a medical doctor or surgeon or are you in it at least a personal trainer or nutritionist or herbalist or anything? Like, are you guys that are asking questions about Dr. Sabi casting aspersions on Dr. Sabi's name and legacy? Are you guys qualified in any realm, in any realm of health, anything? Like, are you guys even wellness coaches? Are you guys even just not even any sort of certification? Maybe you've just been practicing health and studying and researching for 5, 10, 15 years. Do you guys have any level of health literacy to critique Dr. Sabi? See, we, we keep asking the wrong questions. Right? And the answer is obviously when it comes to Vlad, a big fat fucking no. Vlad's not qualified to ask any questions about Dr. Sabi. Right? But then the question then would be, um, because there are a couple of medical students that I won't mention their names because I don't want to make them famous. I don't want to give them popularity, which is what I know we seek via social media, right? They're not qualified, right? Because they're not, they're not even putting to use what they learn in medical school, right? And how do I know what they're learning in medical school if I've never been? Well. Right? Because they have these things. They have these things in medical school. These weird things here. They have these weird things here called books. <laughs> That's what they do in medical school, just in case y'all didn't know. They're studying books in medical school. Books that everyone in America are free to purchase. 
books that everyone in, Meta, in, in America are free to purchase. They're studying books. This is what they're studying in medical school, books. And guess what else they're studying in medical school? The two major pieces that comprise the study material in medical school are books and lectures. And guess what? Everyone can purchase the books. And guess what else? All of the lectures are free. What? The fuck did you say, Inky? What the fuck did he just say? The lectures are free. You guys can go online. You guys can go online. Look at these. You can pull up these things right here. All of these things you can pull up. <laughs> All of these things you can pull up. Right? You can even type in shit like... Right. So not only can you pull them up here. Not only can you pull them up at all these places. Right. Not only can you pull them up at all these places. Right. Not only can you pull them up at all these places. Right? <laughs> like, <laughs> lectures are everywhere. Lectures are everywhere. They no fucking secret environment. Only thing you're paying for to go through medical school is you're paying to get the paperwork that says you're accredited by an institution and you're now able to make money with this because you paid money. So now you can go ahead and make money. It's just like buying a license to sell liquor. Anybody can sell liquor. You just buy the liquor and sell it to people. But unless you have a license to sell the liquor, you can get shut down and get arrested. Right? You can get shut down and get arrested. Now, does the license change the quality of the drinks? Absolutely not. But what the license says is that, hey, you're kicking back some of that bread you're getting, so you're all good, okay? Does the license say that you're, you're practicing complete health uh, protocols and is that? Absolutely not, because we know that people get drunk at uh, licensed places all the time and go out and leave those licensed places and kill people drunk. We know that 90% of the people arrested for violent crimes have alcohol in their system. And 90% of those people arrested for violent crimes with alcohol in their system purchase that alcohol at licensed establishments. Right? So we need to knock off this bullshit floating around in the air that the license determines the know-how. We know people that drive completely good, they don't have a fucking driver's license, but they know how to drive. 
But if you get pulled over and you don't have the driver's license, you can get arrested or get a ticket and go to jail, right? Why? Because if you don't have the license, you're not participating in the commerce, right? The license has nothing to do with the efficacy or the safety of the drivers because we know 90% of the car accidents are happening by licensed drivers, right? Just like we know that licensed doctors kill people all the time. We know pharmaceutical drugs kill people all the time. And the pharmaceutical drugs have been licensed and approved by the FDA, and they've been issued and prescribed by licensed medical doctors and licensed pharmaceutical uh, uh what are they? The, the pharmacies all the time and they kill people. So what the fuck is Vlad and, the, and his kind talking about? When I say his kind, I don't mean European. I mean the Sabi haters. It's a group of these motherfuckers now out there trying to break down his legacy. Why? Because of what his legacy represents. His, re his legacy represents a return back to health via nature. This is a inquisition. What did the inquisition represent to the church? A return back to nature. That's what the pagan, pagan rituals and pagan gods are. Pagan rituals and pagan gods are people returning back to nature. And saying, hey, I'm not sure if these mysterious people that I'm not sure even fucking existed are responsible for me being alive. But I am sure that this oxygen that I keep breathing is. I am sure that this water that I keep drinking is. I am sure that that sun up there. Yeah, if that kind of goes out, then I'm dead. So, yeah, I'm definitely sure that that sun is responsible for me being here. Right. So Harvard Medical School, right? Um, right, UCLA, right? So there's, there's Harvard. Here's UCLA. Here's UCLA. The fuck are you talking about, Vlad? These months, yo, come on, man. And I'm not just mad with them. I'm also mad at y'all for not understanding this shit. This is why we have the living biochemistry course. Because the one thing that none of these schools do is tailor these things to you, Spanish and black people, right? Let me tell y'all a, a very key fact about all this shit going on, which is why we have to have our own. It's why you need to join the living biochemist. Whenever you get a recommendation for drugs, whenever you get a recommendation for vitamins, minerals, that is based on a European that is approximately five foot five feet tall and weighs 140 pounds. So if you're not a European that way uh, that that is about uh, five and a half feet tall and weighs approximately 140 pounds. Guess what? 
this shit doesn't apply to you because your biochemistry is going to be completely different. This is why we have to have the living biochemists. So we can tailor our shit to us, our institution. Right? So ask these medical students about that when they talking that bullshit about Sabi. Because the medical students I see online talking shit about Sabi, they look like me and you. So I'm looking at these jackasses like, dude, you're not five and a half feet tall and you're definitely not 140 pounds and you're definitely not European. You're like, well, what does that mean? Are you being bringing the race card in? Are you bringing the race card in? Because there's a certain thing going on with the spine and the voice of these black guys that are in medical school that are attacking Dr. Sabi. You know, they've got that Carlson thing going on. So are you bringing in the race card? You know, you know, you know, and their head moves like that, you know, I think, I think Inky, Minister Inky, Brother Inky, Dr. Inky, I think you're bringing in the race card. And the race card has no space in health, okay? This is a scientific health discussion, and you can't bring in the race card, okay, buddy? And when they say that, that automatically disqualifies them as scientifically literate because race has everything to do with health because your race establishes your unique biochemistry. Every single different ethnic group has a different biochemistry. We have a different bone density, right? Ask the jackass medical students talking that bullshit. Ask Vlad, why is it that black people need a different setting on the x-ray machine when we get x-rays, if we're all the same? Ask them why. Because they're either going to have to tell you, well, I don't know. Or they're going to have to ask someone and the person's going to tell them, well, you know, black people typically have, uh, you know, it's a tougher time getting a clean x-ray on black folks because, yeah, their skin absorbs the radiation at a higher level and their bones are much more dense. So typically we have to go ahead and crank that thing up on black folks. Oh, wait a minute. If our bones are more dense and our skin absorbs radiation at a different rate, then that means we have different biochemistry. Ask a fucking bodybuilder. Ask a bodybuilder. They'll tell you. Even bodybuilders know. And bodybuilders are not licensed. They're not licensed to practice medicine or surgery. But a bodybuilder would tell you that black people have much more fast twitch muscle than slow twitch muscle. What does that mean? That means they have a completely different biochemistry because fast twitch muscle is based on anabolic receptors in the body and anabolic receptors in the body is based on anabolic hormone production in the body. Those things can easily be tied into the mitochondrial uh, efficiency easily, right? So because there's a higher mitochondrial efficiency, you have a higher proclivity to uh, carbohydrate usage as opposed to fat usage. You have more fast twitch muscle than slow twitch muscle. You have a thicker 
deeper bone density. And now these same people will tell you that stem cells and blood come from a storage bank in the bones called bone marrow. So if we have denser bones, it stands to reason that we have a much deeper reservoir of blood and stem cells. Like, how far do I need to fucking go with these guys to show them they can't fuck around with me when it comes to this shit? Right? How far do we need to go? Right? So, so ask the medical students all that shit. Then they're going to be standing there looking stupid. So now I'm giving John Q. Public the ability to stand toe-to-toe with these medical students popping this dumb shit about the God, Ogun, that came to us in the personage of Alfredo Dr. Sebi Bowman. Right? Now, let me calm the fuck down, take my rap hat off, and put my uh, my researcher hat back on. Let me calm the fuck down, okay? And scene. <laughs> right? All right. So let me show y'all another difference. Let me show y'all another difference that's important, right? Again, if you want IG, you want to leave IG and go to YouTube, right? Go to YouTube, hit the subscribe uh, thingy, Share the video, like the video, thumbs up the video, um, and hit the notification bell. I'm just getting my swagginess together with this thing. All right. So, you know. All right. So, what else? Right. Um, one of these I had up already. I was looking at this this morning. Right. Here's a paper for you. Right. Because we're. What I'm getting ready to establish here is um, inherent racism in the medical industry and the medical institution, right? And this racism in the medical institution, which Vlad is a perpetuator, Vlad is a perpetuator of racial um, stigmas the stigma of black people being ignorant savages, which is the only reason, this is the reason why Vlad only likes to show a particular type of the black and Hispanic demographic to the world. You guys gotta understand what his platform is, what these platforms are in general, right? Platforms um, through the internet are a way that you can, put a microscope on a group of people and then broadcast that to the world. So Vlad makes it his business to find the worst of us and broadcast that to the world, right? Every so often, he'll have somebody else on there, but it's largely to show to the masses of people that we're ignorant, you know, back to that three-fifths of a man theory of evolution bullshit that they're still propping up to make us subhuman so that they can practice inhumane acts on us. This is where this shit comes from, right? After these messages, we'll be right back.
Now, we're back. We're back. Okay. Black white divergence in the relation of white blood cell count to metabolic syndrome, pre adolescents, adolescents, and young adults. Okay. Let's see this. White versus black subjects had a significantly higher white blood cell count in all age groups. Period. We're going to stop right there. If you want to go deeper, you got this article right here. You can pull this up on your own. Right? And this article, once again, is by surgeons and medical doctors. Right? I'm showing you the racism. Watch this shit. I'm going to show you the racism in these fucking tests and all of this bullshit. Right? Black people have a significantly lower amount of white blood cells on all counts, all categories of white blood cells. We have a significantly lower amount of white blood cells than everyone else. Right. So you can go through this, through this study here and they, 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 they lay it out for you. They got they got they give you a lot of good details on it. Right. Um, Let's find another one. I had a couple. Uh, had a couple bookmarked for you. Race-specific white blood cell and neutrophil count. Reference intervals. Healthy African-Americans are known to have reduced white blood cell counts and absolute neutrophil counts compared with European-Americans, with little agreement about the levels in reference intervals. Stop. You can go ahead. You can go ahead and pull up the article if you want to get deeper, right? This is from the Department of Laboratory Medicine and Pathology, University Hospital, University of Alberta, Edmonton in Canada. Reduced neutrophil count in people of African descent is due to a regulatory variant in the Duffy antigen receptor for chemokines gene. Persistently low white blood cell count and neutrophil count is a well-described phenomena in persons of African ancestry whose etiology remains unknown. Stop. Why is that relevant to this conversation? Why is that relevant to this conversation? Right? Why is that relevant to this conversation? And why are you saying that that um, has anything to do with um, 
racism, et cetera, in the medical establishment. Very simple. Very simple because one of, one of the tests, now they've been running these tests for a variety of different shit all the time, right? They've been running this on us in a variety of different shit, but specifically when it comes to HIV and AIDS, they test a group of your white blood cells called the CD4 cells. And if you have a low CD4 count, they use that as an indicator and say, oh yeah, you got AIDS. Now, how is that racist? Well, if we're using a low white blood cell count as an indicator for illness, and it's known, if we're using any kind of low white blood cell count as an indicator for, in, uh, for illness, then that automatically is going to put black people, people of African descent, on top of that list because we start out in this world with a lower white blood cell count. We naturally have a lower white blood cell count. So if we have a naturally lower white blood cell count, why would a lower white blood cell count constitute illness? This is shit you have to ask these people. And it's not just HIV and AIDS with this low white blood cell count bullshit. This is across the board, right? So now I just showed you a few things. I just showed you that cellular lysis doesn't always have to come from virus replication. It can also come from nutrition deficiency, right? Specifically glutathione. Now I'm showing you how low white blood cell counts are natural for black people. It's natural for black people, right? So here's the thing, um, low white blood cell count plus cellular lysis plus reverse transcriptase detection, right? So if you have a low white blood cell count, and then they see that you're having cell lysis, right? And then you have, then they look in the blood and they say, oh yeah, we see reverse transcriptase, right? Let's talk about that. Reverse transcriptase, what the, what the hell is that? What are you talking about, Inky, right? Reverse transcriptase is an enzyme used to generate complementary DNA from an RNA template, right? So if they look in there and they see, oh man, because HIV is supposed to be a retrovirus, right? So if it's a retrovirus, which means it's a foreign strand of RNA, RNA uses reverse transcriptase to produce 
a strand of DNA before it can start to replicate itself. So if they look in your body and they see, oh, low white blood cell count, cell lysis, then they see some reverse transcriptase, it's like, oh, bam, slam dunk, this nigga's got AIDS. Problem with reverse transcriptase is 40% of your genome, right? 40% of your genome, 40% of the genome of healthy people that don't have any illness, 40% of their genome uses reverse transcriptase on a regular basis. So there's no human on earth that you can stop right now and test and see if they don't have reverse transcriptase because it's a regular part. It's like testing your body for blood. Hey, this nigga's got blood. Oh, he's sick. Nope, we all have blood. Wait, this nigga's got a bone. Wait, nope, we all got bones. See, but reverse transcriptase, some shit that because you people don't study yourself, because you don't have true knowledge yourself, you don't know what reverse transcriptase is. See, this is real knowledge of self. You have to have real knowledge of self in order to combat the shit going on now, right? This is why I told you to the nation of gods and earths that gave us enlightenment years ago, it's gotta go to another level. And this is why I said, when I see that nation of gods and earth flag, when I see that NGE flag, that number seven, circled by the eight-pointed star, for me, that represents biochemistry because I understand that atoms have eight valences and those eight valences hold a maximum number of 120 electrons. That number seven represents the pH balance that your blood has to be at to be steady. It also represents the seven ventricles, four in the brain, two in the heart, and one that the heart sits in. So when I see that flag, for me, that's biochemistry is 120. You see what I'm saying? But we gotta get this real knowledge of self popping so we don't have, we don't have to rely on other people's interpretations and all kinds of bullshit, right? We gotta get that real work, work, worky, right? So. If black people have a natural low white blood cell count, could that mean there's racism in the testing that's done? Can black people be optimally healthy with low white blood cell counts? Can black people with a low white blood cell count be healthy? These are questions you have to ask these guys. And if we're testing today's black people, right? Listen to this. If we're testing today's black people, right? Follow this train of thought. If we're testing today's black people, you can see me on this shit. If we're testing today's black people, and today's black people, have a significantly, and we just showed you the documentation from the clinical testing that shows this, and it's a widely accepted and widely known fact. If today's African-American, if today's descendant of African bloodlines has a significantly lower white blood cell count, right? 
And we know that today's black folks, even dark as me, we're mixed. We're mixed with all kinds of motherfuckers, Chinese, white, all across the board, especially in America. After slavery, post-slavery, forget about it. And then with Obama, like, and, and Swiss and Alicia Keys and all the shit that's going on now is a resurgence of mixing, right? So we mixed like a motherfucker. So just forget about that, okay? We mixed like a motherfucker now. And even in the mix, even in the mix, after thousands of years of mixing, right? Because New York can be easily uh, likened to Kemet. There was a lot of mixing going on in Kemet for you motherfucking history buffs. Okay. After thousands of years of mixing, right? Kemet, my man Hannibal was looking sexy to the motherfucker, to the uh, to the Italian women, right? When they came through on them elephants. <laughs> so after thousands of years of mixing, right? We still have a significantly lower white blood cell count. What does that tell you? That should tell you two things. That should tell you, A, that the ratio of red blood cells to white blood cells has not only changed in us, but also Europeans. So if you go back in time before the mixing, Europeans had a much, much higher white blood cell count. And we conversely had a much, much lower white blood cell count. And guess what happened when that when that was true? Africans had a much longer lifespan. Africans had a much longer lifespan with lower white blood cell counts. Things that make you go, hmm, yeah. Yeah, so you need to think about that shit, right? Um, what else should we talk about? What else do you need to deal with this Vlad bullshit? Um, what do they teach? What do they teach in medical school regarding biochemistry? I got, I got, I got them right here. I got them right here. The MCAT biochemistry review, the organic chemistry review, the general chemistry review, right? Yeah. And these just what I have on the floor in here why I record, do my video. And it's not me going through my library to really pull out the stash on y'all, right? What are they teaching in medical school? How much, how many hours? Because medical school, they count everything by hours. So you have to have a certain amount of hours of this study, a certain amount of hours of that study, right? How many hours? Now watch this. This is a masterful question. Right. This will fuck up these medical students. This is this is what happens when you know what they know and they don't know what you know. Mm -hmm. Watch this shit. How many hours 
Are you guys spending in medical school on water? Just wait for it. When you ask them motherfuckers, wait for it. Make sure you don't keep talking. Because sometimes you will make a masterful point in a conversation and over talk it and you'll let the other guy have a weasel, a window to weasel out. So when you ask them powerful questions, you got to stop talking and let them talk themselves into a hole. Just ask them, hey, uh, you're a doctor, right? Yeah, all right, good job. All right, you're a medical doctor or a surgeon? Oh, both? Oh, amazing. Um, how many hours did you guys have to spend on studying water in order to get your, uh, to graduate? You know, how many hours did you guys spend on water? And you're going to get a variety of answers. They're going to, they're going to be honest and say none, right? There's that possibility, right? Then there's another possibility where they'll become defensive because they don't spend that bag on medical school. See, it's not that they're defensive of the knowledge or the institution. What they're defensive of is that bag that they spent. And because our society ranks people based on income, they spend a lot of money and now they're making a lot of money. So that props them up in society and gives the, them the ability to look down on people who make less money. But see, when you come from where I come from, and we judge people based on heart and mind, money doesn't come into play. Now you should be able to use a good heart and mind to create yourself some finance, but that's another conversation, right? Lack of finance does not, does not mean lack of, of, of a, a strong and articulate mind, right? So they might become defensive. And when they become defensive, they'll say, yeah, but, and then they'll say something stupid. They'll say something fucking idiotic. They'll say something like, yeah, but what does water have to do with biochemistry? And when they say that, you can close the book on their motherfucking ass on being scientifically relevant. Because anybody knows water is the basis for biochemistry. So how do you have an entire school based on biochemistry? And the entire school is based on biochemistry. Make no motherfucking mistake about it. This is why we have to have, this is why we have to have living biochemists, right? That's why we have to have living biochemists. Biochemistry is centered around water. Centered around water. Right. Water is what makes it go. Let me hit up my old head. Right. But water is what makes biochemistry go. So how can you understand biochemistry well if you don't have a working understanding of water? If you don't have a working understanding of water, then you can't have a working understanding of the cytoplasm. 
which is the cellular environment. If you don't have a working understanding of water, then you can't have a understanding of plasma, which is where all the blood cells sit in. So before we have a serious conversation on blood cell levels, red blood cells versus white blood cells, and what does this quantity mean versus that quantity, et cetera, we first need to have a conversation about the white blood, the, 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 uh, excuse me, the, uh, the plasma that they sit in, because the plasma that they sit in is largely going to determine what's going on there, right? Just like we talked about the differences in testosterone or anabolic hormones and anabolic receptors, and right? It's, that's happening in the plasma. That's why bodybuilders eat oatmeal. They eat oatmeal in the morning, the raw oats, right? to increase the free floating testosterone in the plasma, right? When you go get a urine test, right? When you go get a urine test and they say you have protein in your urine, right? So that means there's inflammation. What's happening there? What's happening is the white blood cells are acting a fucking fool, right? Which is what inflammation is. The white blood cells are acting a fool. And because of that, they are causing albumin to be flushed. They're causing albumin to be flushed from the system. Well, why is that a problem? Because albumin are the globular proteins, the spherical proteins that carry nutrients around. So if you have inflammation and now your body's getting rid of albumin, that means that your body's going to be um, less able to carry nutrients around, right? You ever wonder how the vitamins you eat get around in your body, right? If your circulatory system is closed off, right? Just an example. How does vitamin C get to your toenail or to your foot or to your lung or to your asshole? Like anywhere, <laughs> right? You have delivery system in your body for nutrients, right? Albumin is one of those things that helps deliver nutrients, right? Of course, that's an analogy. I'm just making a colorful story for you, but I'm giving you an example, right? Okay. All right. <sighs> what else do we need to, to, to ask these jackasses? Uh... I won't even bother. As a matter of fact, why not? Ask the medical students traditionally how many hours do they spend on nutrition? Traditionally, medical schools spend four hours on nutrition. So if you want to learn about nutrition, you actually have to go to a nutritionist or a dietitian school. It's a different thing. That's why they have medical doctors, surgeons, and then they have dietitians and nutritionists. You got to go to different schooling for that. They don't teach that shit over there. So we're talking about qualifications because Vlad keeps asking, well, is Dr. Sebi, is Dr. Sebi a licensed medical doctor or surgeon? Otherwise, he can't know what he's talking about. Question is, are you a fucking licensed medical doctor or surgeon? Because if you equally or less equally, because you have no experience in the field in any type of way, don't know what you're talking about, then you're not able to critique. That's like being in school 
and having my math teacher grade my math paper. See, my math teacher is able to grade my math teacher because my math teacher is literate in math. My math teacher is literate and fluent in math. So my math teacher is qualified to grade my math paper. Now, is my math teacher also, because of their degree in mathematics, fluent and literate enough to grade my shop experiment where I have to change spark plugs or a tire or build a goddamn you know, wooden gazebo? No. Okay. <laughs> right. My father told me, you never let a plumber fix your car and you never let a mechanic fix your plumbing. Right. It's the same thing. I would not have a plumber grade my uh, ability. You know, to change it, you know, a fucking transmission. Nor would I have a plumber or mechanic grade me on my ability to, you know, build a goddamn toilet system. Right. All right. So what else? What else we got for Vlad? Another question. Another key question we got for Vlad. And this doesn't pertain specifically to HIV, right? This pertains to all of the virus tests that are out there, right? All of the virus tests that are out there. What does it mean? Now watch this shit. What does it mean when virus tests show over and over people that are positive for a particular virus but show no symptoms okay listen to this shit they have a quote-unquote virus but they have no symptoms right now there are people that take the same test and are negative for the virus and they show a wide range of the system, the symptoms associated with the virus. So there are people that have symptoms, but no virus. And there are people that have virus, but no symptoms. What does that mean? Are these, are these niggas asking these questions? Are these niggas asking these questions? These are the questions they should be fucking asking. This is what you should be asking from your platform, Vlad. You should be asking medical doctors more questions than you're asking people about Dr. Sadie. All of you people that are asking questions, critiquing and trying to damage the legacy of Dr. Sadie. Why aren't you asking the medical institution, why do they keep killing people every year? Why aren't you asking them why are medical accidents killing more people than gang violence? But you keep highlighting gang violence and black on black crime. You're not asking the medical doctors, though, why are they killing more black people than gang violence? Why are pharmaceutical drugs killing more people than gang violence? 
why are illnesses when the the goddamn medical doctors and surgeons are so qualified to handle this shit why are illnesses still running wild and killing more people than gang violence vlad this is an amazing question that that goes beyond the boundaries of the black community or the hip-hop community now Because you're asking, is Dr. Sabian medical doctor, is he qualified? Well, what have those that are quote unquote qualified by your standards done? What have you done for me lately? Ooh, yay. Right? Let's get Janet Jackson in this bitch on. <laughs> right? Have those that are qualified? been able to cure something? Because we're asking Dr. Sebi, has Dr. Sebi really cured anything? Because he's not really a doctor. <laughs> well, have your doctors really cured anything? Have your doctors managed to cure autoimmune disease? Have they managed to cure cancer? Have they managed to cure the flu? Have they managed to cure the measles? Have they managed to cure the mumps? Have they managed to cure the common fucking cold, Vlad? Have they managed to cure the common fucking cold yet, Vlad? Because I'll wait. I will wait. Yeah. Hmm. Let's 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 look at some more stuff. Let's look at a few more things before we get out of here. I know how we do. Let's look at some more shit before we get out of here. I think y'all got enough tools to deal with this Vlad bullshit. Shut this shit down. All right, Vlad better go back to promoting that ignorant bullshit. Put some more gun videos up with some more dumb niggas. Like, yo, uh, yo, um, yeah, Vlad, I've been selling crack out of building 165 my whole life. In fact, me and my niggas, we got crack in there right now. And you know, last month when I had shot a nigga, cause you know, I keep it real. Last month I had shot a nigga and I stashed that gun right under the brown car on 163rd and, and, and Venture Place. And right there, you know, we had broke the gun down and stashed it right there. And then Vlad innocently says, so tell me more about killing people. How many times have you killed people? Yo, I kill people mad times, son. I've been killing niggas since the fourth grade. And you know what I'm saying? We've been selling cocaine. Now we got cocaine now. Crazy cocaine coming in because I used to buy my cocaine from Tyrone. But now I'm getting my cocaine from Juan. You know, I get my cocaine from Juan. He's over there on such and such and such and such. You know, Broadway over there with the, yeah, not Juan. No, not that Juan. The Juan with the curly hair, the one that's brown. He got the scar right there. He got that tattoo. Yeah, that Juan. So, yeah. Then three months later, there's a case on these niggas. <laughs> ah, you 
niggas think Vlad is helping y'all careers. Oh, just crazy. All right. So let me see if I can find something on this. What is this? What is this? Reclassification of diseases. Reclassification of disease improves understanding and outcomes. This all may be true. This all may be true. But you know what else reclassification of disease does? Reclassification of disease gives John Q. Jackass the ability to think that the disease is no longer around simply because it's now going by the name of something else. Wait for it. Watch, it's happened. This is why the illnesses that attacked your grandparents, you guys aren't talking about anymore. Not because they were cured, but because they've been reclassified. So shit that we know about is getting ready to be reclassified again. Somebody on IG said, can I move the camera to the left? What you guys on IG got to do is leave IG, shut IG down and go on to YouTube. Subscribe, hit the notification button. I only got IG open just so y'all see I'm live. So y'all have, so y'all know to jump shit from IG and go to YouTube. That way you can see the, 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 the it links. You can see the documents I'm reading. You get a much better view when you come on YouTube. All right. Right. So reclassification of diseases. Mm. All right. So anyway, you, you might have to watch this again from the beginning because I'm closing out. So anyway. I think I think we got enough I think we got enough work I think we got enough work in today I think we got enough work in today Right like hit the like button right here and niggas don't know where it's at it's right here okay right here <laughs> hit the like button Right. I like this. OK, what is this? No, don't hit this button. And translations. Damn, I don't even know what the notifications button is. All right. Well, if you know where it is then hit it, if not, fuck it. Just <laughs> hit the like button. <laughs> oh, shit. Right. And hit this. Hit the share button. Share this video on all your platforms. Right. All right. So in closing, in closing, right, in closing, 
we have to protect the legacy of one of the living prophets that came among us, especially now that he has transitioned from elder to ancestor. Right. That's how that goes. It's not based on age. Right. When you do great works amongst your people, it doesn't mean you, you're not doing fuckery. It doesn't mean you're not human. Right. Because you're still going to have your human experience, even when a great spirit comes in you and, and gives you that inspiration that you need to do great works. You're still going to have a human aspect to yourself. Right. But it doesn't mean you're infallible or you're perfect, right? But when we have a uh, somebody that does great works amongst us, right, for us, that person becomes an elder while they're alive, an elder because of their works and their wisdom. When they transition, that person becomes an ancestor as they move towards godhood if they haven't already achieved that while they were living. And there is a effort, there is a effort to stamp out the legacy of any of us, any of us that do great works amongst us. And the effort seems to intensify in their elderly age when they can no longer continue those great works or when they transition and they're no longer here to speak for themselves. We cannot run around with the culture vulture shit. I'm gonna tell you that that's bullshit. Culture vulture shit is just as bad as the white man is the devil ideology. It shifts blame from us onto someone else. If we allow people to damage the legacy of our greats, it's our fault. It's not theirs. It's our fault. We sound like jackasses. We sound like jackasses. It's like Golden State Warriors played against Houston yesterday. After each game, and I need you to listen to this shit. After each game, they do post-game interviews. Now, I'm not saying this is how the interview went, but this is how black people sound, right? So if they interview the losing team and the losing team says, damn, it's not fair. The other team kept on playing defense on us and hitting a lot of baskets. It's like, wait a minute. Uh, you do know the other team is supposed to play defense and hit a lot of baskets, right? That's kind of how they win. And then someone else pops up and says, wait a minute, but I thought we were all on the same team. Oh, that's another strategy that the other team can use to win. In fact, it's one of the greatest strategies ever used, which was employed by Michael Jordan, the greatest arguably that ever did it. Okay, Michael Jordan, would make the other team feel friendly. Take niggas to dinner, get everybody drinks, cigars, steaks, and then bring them out on the court and annihilate them, destroy them in front of their mothers, their wives, their children, and the entire world like that he never knew them. It's hard for people to understand now that Charles, Bar uh, Charles Oakley was a good friend of Michael Jordan. Charles Barkley 
good friend of Michael Jordan. He used to play golf. Larry Bird. These are people that Michael Jordan assassinated. Patrick Ewing, Charles Oakley, Charles Barkley, Carl Malone. These guys don't have championships because Michael Jordan existed. So that's a great strategy to employ. Make the guys on the other team think like, hey, what do you mean, guys? Come on. There are no teams. We're all on the same team. Come on. As soon as the whistle blow, ah, ah, crossover, behind the back, three, three, three. And you're standing there like, wait, what's going on? Uh, elbow in the head. Wait, what's going on? Uh, elbow in the head. What the fuck is happening? Before you know it, it's the fourth quarter and you're down 40 points. And you're like, wait a minute. Hold on. I thought we were on the same team. And then the game is over. You're blown out. And the other niggas are, they're, they're dancing. They're, they're looking at their humongous checks. They're singing songs. They're going in slow motion, passing the cup around. And you're like, wait, what the fuck happened just now? I thought we were all on the same team. Wake the fuck up. Wake up. Okay, you need to wake the fuck up. Stop saying the other guys keep scoring baskets and keep playing defense. It's the fuck they supposed to do. Jackass. Get your offense up. Get your defense up. Begin to protect the legacies of the people that come from amongst you that do well around you. Stop letting their mistakes outweigh their legacies. Stop being such an idiot. Stop being so easily led astray. Especially when the shit that's being held over people's heads is shit that you do yourself. Think about that. We're all doing fuckery every day, but we're not all able to succeed at a certain level. We're not all able to change the lives of millions of people around the world. So we have to begin to make sure that we elevate those that come from amongst us that do those things. In my diatribe back and forth, fucking Wesley Muhammad up. You see Wesley Muhammad quiet out there. He not even uh, he not even trolling Paul Guthrie no more. He quiet all the way around now. He quiet. He don't want no smoke on that whole milk white milk bullshit no more. He quiet. You notice at the same time as I shut Wesley Muhammad down, I also made sure to separate myself by elevating the teachings of the most honorable Elijah Muhammad, as well as Master Farah Muhammad, that gave those teachings, that transformed Elijah Poole. Some would say, you know, well, I ain't going into that, but that transformed Elijah Poole. 
into someone that could then transform hundreds of thousands, possibly millions of men, providing reform and upliftment around the globe. We have to uphold these legacies because when we allow these legacies to be torn down, your children have no blueprint, no template to build upon. So if you want to deal with, you want to protect your babies from jackasses, see, watch this. These same jackass platforms like Vlad, they're going to attack Dr. Sebi, but they're going to promote future. Why? What is future promoting? Percocet, Molly Percocet. Mm. Represent, gotta represent, yeah, Percocet. So they promote those that promote death, destruction, opioid addiction, political ignorance, not being active um, in the in the polls, not being active in your local politics. They promote them niggas. The people active in the community, they don't promote. And the people whose legacy transcends the community, they use their platforms to degrade and bring down. Wake up, family. 